Good morning. Preparing to share my faith story with you today has been an interesting challenge. To look at our lives, focusing on those times that changed our faith, times we remember maybe as extraordinary, unusual, completely unbelievable, and completely true, is a practice that I recommend for everyone. It is a practice of the heart. It is not of reason alone. My having many, many miles in my rearview mirror and following Clover, Ian, Adam, and Amanda has made this a unique writing experience. We will all see how I did together. Here we go. Please play with me. Dearest God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I am a Colorado native and spent most of my childhood in Grover, Colorado. Long before Grover brought this guy to mind, there was a tiny speck of a town with the same name. Where Grover is located is often described as between Briggsdale and Hereford, which places it for almost no one. Grover is 50 miles northeast of Greeley. It is sometimes still on weather maps. Grover is an outpost on the short grass prairie. I mentioned so much about this location because this place, this ranch, was the first place I remember knowing God. The through lines from this place, as the places of all our childhoods, have extended into my life in indelible and surprising ways. I first knew God in the vastness of this place. The huge sky, the flat land, you could see for miles, though there was little to see. You had to look closely for the details of color and texture and beauty. I practiced seeing God's blessing of beauty in the vast and the tiny then, and I do now. Also, the mountains were a faint zigzag design on the horizon, and I looked at them so often. They seemed to be a call to a life beyond that place. Also, in this insular, endless expanse that dwarfed the few inhabitants, there was a little church nearby. My parents did not go to church. My parents worked hard with no exceptions for Sundays. Scraping a living from this dry land 
brought many challenges, poverty, addiction, heartbreak, into their lives and the lives of my brother and me. And there was a little church nearby. In this one-room frame building called Prairie Center Church that a neighbor drove me to, something different happened. There was music, there was a message by Miss Horn, the pastor who drove nearly 200 miles each Sunday to give sermons at several little outpost churches. Both were filled with a different perspective, hope, joy, and assurance that God was near and there was love. Grover was also the place where I was first captivated by children. They were also filled with hope. They were funny and always curious and seemed to know where to look for God. I began to follow them as the kindergarten teacher's aide in my sophomore year of high school, and I follow them still. My four children, your children, have each been a lesson in all that is good and right about being a human in God's world. Back to my timeline. I left Grover, went to college, worked as a paralegal and a teacher, married, had four precious children. I was able to live for these years within an if-then paradigm. I learned early as a scrawny little girl that if you worked hard, you could make things better at home, at school, even at church. If I worked hard, then everything would work out and I would find my way in life. A works justification learned in our education system and applied to every aspect of my life until one day, one October, when something I had worked hard for, for so many years, ended abruptly, my marriage. I still find this difficult to believe sometimes. Then it was an explosion that I wasn't sure we, my children and I, could survive. I was brought to my knees. My prayers became desperate pleas for putting my feet on the floor each morning and being enough for my children in those days of boundless, crushing grief. I knew God was there, but I felt so responsible, so if-then. As a runner, I felt like I was pulling one of those training sleds with too much weight, and I would soon fail everyone. My prayers were the help me, help me, help me of Anne Lamott, and help came many times. Here is just one of those times. 
One day, I was on recess duty at a public park. This was part of my work at a private elementary school. It was a profound safety responsibility in that setting, so you were always in heightened awareness mode, noticing, noticing, keeping your eyes moving. One day, a woman and a little girl were at the park with our school's children. I remember feeling, even from a distance, that there was something important, significant about this pair. This mom was deeply engaged in her tiny daughter's movements, helping this 18 to 24-month-old up the ladder of a small slide, catching her at the bottom. There was just something about them. They were brighter, a chiaroscuro effect of a Renaissance painting. Little did I know how they would change my life. I moved closer to them because of a little playground dispute and ensuing discussion with two children. As we got this, he said, he said, situation figured out, this mother and her little girl walked closer to me hand in hand. When the children went off to play, the woman said, Hello, I hope you can help me. Could you please tell me what my little girl has on. I will need to know if I lose her and have to tell the police and others who will find her. Time stopped. The air and the light, the depth of the moment changed while I realized in slow motion what this mother this blind mother was asking. Invisibly gripping my composure with both hands, I looked into the eyes of this shining, precious child and told this equally radiant woman about her baby's little pink dress and tiny white tights her tiny black patent leather shoes, her green jacket. She thanked me, and they walked away. I believe I looked into the face of God that day, in the faces of a woman and her child, the perspective, the wonder, the dimensions, the light of that short encounter left me in staggering certainty that it would be okay. All of it would be okay. She was my teacher about being brave and trusting and asking for help. She had risked everything to give her child that normal, playground experience. She took away all my fears and excuses. If she could be that brave, I could be too.
I was at that park every weekday for the next four years, and I never saw them again. So to add to the breadcrumbs, the stones, the peanut M&Ms, the experience of the more of my colleagues, I will add awareness of light. This was also a clear lesson in the words of Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. From King James it reads, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge God, and God shall direct thy paths. This experience took away the blind certainty that was chaining me to that weight sled. Lean not into your own understanding. Look up. Look to the hills. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth, if only I let it. When you are feeling lost and blind, look to God. Watch for the light. Years later, in another Hands of God, unbelievable experience, I visited Montview Church at the suggestion of a friend. I knew the first time I crossed the threshold into this sanctuary that I was home. I was home. Then one day after I joined, when I was hanging art in the commons with the art guild, for some reason I could not resist walking to a table I did not need to be anywhere near. I was compelled to walk to it, and there was the description of this job on an upright stand, shining. It was surrounded by light. It would not, could not be ignored. Now to be clear, I was not looking for a job. I had two jobs quite a distance from this church. I stood there, God-struck. I took the description and read it later that night, only to realize that it required everything I had done as a mother, volunteer, teacher, administrator. I applied. I got the position. It has been 19 years now. I came to the staff just a few months before Ian. And I am still in awe of my life here with all of you, and so deeply grateful to be here. I am still working with children, noticing beauty, practicing not knowing, especially in these last months, and still looking to the hills and watching for the light. I am still reciting my, our help, comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen.